Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you learn about how a 30-minute workout can boost your body image, the ideal deadline to avoid procrastination, and how climate change could make the day longer. Let's satisfy some curiosity. What if I told you there was a way to feel skinnier and stronger in just 30 minutes? You'd probably think I was trying to sell you something. But according to research, there really is such a wonder drug, exercise. Well, science says that you can boost your self-image from just one 30-minute workout. One study that looked into this back in 2017 involved 60 active college-aged women with body image issues. Researchers surveyed the women about their own perceptions of their appearance and then they had them spend 30 minutes either sitting and reading quietly or engaging in a challenging cycling workout. Then everyone completed the same survey again. The women who experienced the challenging workout reported significant improvements in their body image immediately, and they felt the same psychological benefits even 20 minutes later. Specifically, the women in the exercise condition said that they felt thinner and stronger, which made them feel better about their bodies overall. Now, another study from 2021 compared the body image boosting effects of a few different types of workouts, weight training and cardio, either at a low or high intensity. This time, the 62 female participants engaged in a regular series of workouts, so researchers could see how subsequent sessions influenced their body image. They found that women considered themselves more muscular after every weightlifting session, regardless of its intensity. And those in the high-intensity cardio group felt thinner than both weight training groups, who themselves felt thinner than the low-intensity cardio group. Now, it takes weeks or months of exercise for visible results to actually appear in your body. So the fact that these participants felt fitter and stronger after just one workout is important. If you're feeling less than stellar about what you see in the mirror, it might be worth going for a run or heading to the gym. It's also important to note that the women in these studies were all exercisers. Doing any sort of exercise that your body isn't ready for is a bad idea. For the best results, choose something that's demanding, but also within reach. You don't need to exercise every day with that New Year's resolution to feel a little bit better. So, if you're feeling sluggish, get moving. Even one session could make a big difference. A lot of the time, the thing standing between you and something you need to do is an unclimbable mountain called procrastination. While there are as many reasons to procrastinate as there are procrastinators, there are things we can do to help ourselves and others get out of the procrastination slump. One of those tools might be setting better deadlines, and a new study may have just the thing. While some procrastination can be related to clinical conditions like depression, ADHD, and anxiety, a lot of your garden variety procrastination might be based on regular old human weakness. Tim Urban, writing in his blog, Wait But Why, describes his own procrastination as a tendency to give in to instant gratification and constant distraction until the looming monster of an impending deadline begins breathing down his neck. While there's obviously more than one way to deal with procrastination, a recent paper in the journal Economic Inquiry offers an intriguing solution. 
What if there's an ideal deadline length that minimizes people's ability to procrastinate? In this study, the researchers mailed surveys to more than 1,000 participants and told them that a charitable donation would be made in their name when they mailed the survey back. The catch? Each participant was given a different deadline to complete the survey. One group was told they had a month, the second group was given one week, and the third group was given no deadline at all. While you might think that not giving people a deadline is a risky endeavor, that group actually turned in their surveys at the highest rate. This wasn't a matter of having more time to get them in either. Nearly half of those responses came in the first three days. Second place went to the group who got a one-week deadline. Those who got a month turned in the fewest surveys overall. Why would that be? Well, the researchers believe that the lengthy deadline inadvertently gave people permission to procrastinate on the task and eventually forget about it. Meanwhile, the short and non-existent deadlines encouraged them to just get the survey done. In the end, they concluded that not giving people a deadline was the best approach, but they acknowledged that that might not always be possible. In that case, a one-week deadline is the ideal length for most tasks, as it provides the right balance of time and pressure to complete a task that might otherwise be put off. It's a small study, but it speaks to something all procrastinators know deep down inside. A long deadline begins with relaxation and ends in panic. All right, so we know that our planet's climate is changing and that those effects appear in seemingly countless ways. Here's one that you might be surprised to learn. Climate change could make the day longer. Here's how that works. Earth is constantly turning on its axis, but it's not a perfectly uniform rotation. I mean, first of all, the speed of Earth's daily rotation varies by up to a millisecond every day. It's also not a 360-degree circle like the globe on your desk makes. Our planet acts more like a spinning top that wobbles slightly as it spins round and round. Specifically, it has wobbled about 4 inches, or 10 centimeters, every year in the last century. So to figure out why, NASA scientists compared a graph of that wobble to global water storage data. The striking similarity between the patterns showed researchers that the way water flows across our planet affects its spin. The position of that water makes a huge difference, too. To understand why, think about an ice skater. With their arms in, the skater can spin faster and faster. But if the skater puts their arms out, in other words, if they displace their mass outwards, their spinning slows. The same thing happens when water moves toward our planet's equator. Take Greenland, for example. Since Greenland is 45 degrees below the North Pole, its meltwater has a stronger effect on the planet's spin than ice at the poles. About 7,500 gigatons of Greenland's ice melted throughout the 20th century. That's the weight of more than 20 million Empire State Buildings. The mass of all that ice transferred to the oceans and caused sea levels to rise. That mass was redistributed further from the planet's axis metaphorically pushing its arms out and causing its spin to slow. If Greenland's ice sheet completely melts into the ocean, scientists think sea levels would rise by 23 feet or 7 meters and the day would get 2 milliseconds longer. 
Greenland's ice is melting even faster than the last century, so the planet's polar motion is wobblier and a longer day is more likely. Fortunately, we won't really feel or notice either of these effects, but it's a striking example of the hidden ways climate change can influence life on Earth. All right, well, let's recap what we learned today, starting with the fact that a 30-minute workout could boost your body image. Research suggests that even just one cardio or weightlifting session can make people feel thinner, stronger, and better about their bodies in general. Don't do anything your body isn't ready for, of course. But if you're feeling less than great about the image you see in the mirror, a little exercise could help. And also, you know, try not to worry too, too much about the way you look, because you're beautiful just the way you are. Yeah, but, you know, we all have those days. I think this is a really healthy way to deal with it, right? It's like exercise is good for you anyway, so why not use that as an excuse? Self-esteem is extremely important, whatever motivates it. And I will say, I totally have experienced this before, especially when I was first getting into exercise. And so I would, you know, work out in fits and starts, like maybe I would work out for two weeks and then I'd kind of put it on the back burner for a while. And then I'd work out for a week and then I'd put it on the back burner But every time I started working out, I immediately felt better about my body. I just felt better in my skin just because I had moved. And if you've never tried it, I highly recommend it because it worked for me. Oh, I've experienced that dozens of times, as in every time I start working out again. (laughs) Right. Because I I stop so many times. Gives me the opportunity to, you know, re-experience that. Definitely. We also learned that the ideal deadline might be no deadline at all. A study that gave more than a 1,000 participants different deadlines to mail in a survey found that those who were given no deadline turned their surveys in at the highest rate. And most didn't take much time to do it either. The one-week deadline group was right behind them, while the one-month deadline group turned theirs in at the lowest rate. This suggests that if you want people to turn something in, you might think about not imposing any deadline at all. But if that's not possible one-week deadline is your best bet. I would like to point out that Cameron Duke, the writer of this story, had a one-week deadline to turn his script in, which he pointed out to me when I gave it to him. (laughs) We also learned that climate change could make the days longer. That's all thanks to a redistribution of our planet's mass in the form of water. If Greenland's ice sheet completely melts and sends more water away from the poles, It's basically like a spinning skater putting her arms out to slow her spin. That extra water near the equator slows the Earth's spin, maybe by two milliseconds. Not a huge amount, but still a surprising effect of climate change that you may not have thought about. I mean, I don't mind as much as long as we don't have too many more years that were like 2020. That was was kind of a low point. But yeah, there are some really surprising things that climate change can do that I feel like most of us aren't even aware of. Like, it can cause more turbulence on airplanes because when air heats up, it becomes more turbulent. And so we're going to have bumpier flights. And stronger earthquakes because more storms mean reduced atmospheric pressure, which helps faults in the Earth's crust move more easily. And more volcano eruptions because as glaciers ease off of land masses, They give the planet's crust more room to breathe, and that can affect magma flow. And yeah, volcanoes will erupt more often. It's just there's a lot of weird stuff that climate change can do. Not to scare anybody, but it's just really amazing how many things it touches. 
It can make more people go vegan. It may. It, it can. Will it? I think it has. I think you're right. Some people, my family, has started purchasing far less red meat because our understanding is that red meat isn't really great for the environment. So we're not vegetarian or vegan yet. But maybe we will be. I don't know. I don't think that's a thing you can easily measure or quantify. But I certainly think that it, there's, you know, it's a factor. Sure, it's something you can easily measure and quantify. People are buying less meat. But I, well, I mean, specifically because of climate change. Oh, right. right? Yeah. It's hard to draw that line. But, uh, you know, data data is complicated. And uh, sometimes you can just infer things. That's what I do. Anyway, I, I am not a scientist. Thank goodness. Uh, because I'm an inferrer. That's what I'm an inferrentist. <laughs> no, but... No, but there really is good evidence that people are eating less meat because of climate change. See how good my inferenting was? You can poll people. You can associate that with consumer trends. There, yeah, there are a lot of ways to do that. Yeah, you can also just infer it. <laughs> you can just infer <laughs> it. <laughs> let's just, let's go with that. Today's writers were Anna Todd, Cameron Duke, and Steffi Drucker. Curiosity Daily is distributed by Discovery. Join us again tomorrow. I think you can infer that you'll learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. 